like Indiana Jones. I never want to let it go. Ladies and gentlemen, always a fun time to chat with Phil and Mitchell from Wayland. Gentlemen, how are you? We are back. Doing back great. on the Eric Zane Show. Uh, I, I love the hat. Is that an MTV, old school MTV trucker hat? Yeah, it is. Very fine. Very you know, fine. It's, it's, that, it's that station where you can watch Teen Mom and uh, all your favorite shows. <laughs> that's so crazy to me, that considering the fact that at one point that's all they did was show videos of bands yeah. performing. It's so it was weird. music from the time that it this is was a, on. This is a tribute to what MTV once was, you know, for me. Is there anything online that, I mean, anything on TV that's just artists performing? I don't think there is. I think you just find it online. You know, there's that Axis Axis TV. I don't know if that's on what that's on or how you get that, but I um, they they're always having concerts and you know like um, uh, Sammy Hagar's got that show where he travels around hanging out with musicians right. and I I think that Daryl's Hall or Daryl yeah. Hall shows on Those that shows, but it's not like a station that plays music all the time. Uh, yeah. I mean, no one really. Makes it. You, you reference MTV in the song Indiana Jones. I remember when it signed on. I mean, I was actually watching as it happened live just by chance. And I was like, what the fuck is this? But I remember that. It was the guy with the long, dark hair. Mark Curry, I think, uh, was uh, was the one who did it. Or maybe it was one of the other ones. But, yeah, I was, I was like 10, 11 years old when that happened. Man, that's so cool. When I was a kid, we didn't have cable, so I would like it was always a big deal to go to my friend's house to be able to watch MTV for a couple hours after school. I, I got it. If you if you move the, the the bunny ears on the TV downstairs, we could get like blurry versions of HBO and MTV. Yeah, try try to try to see a boob. You try to see a boob. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Late night Cinemax was like mess the mess of those ears, man. Oh my God. For the record, I was I was looking for the music. Sure, of course. <laughs> I introduced my brother-in-law to Waylon. I, I had mentioned that to you this uh, like ten days ago, and he goes, "You know these guys?" I go, "Yeah." And then I like called. I, I tried to get Phil on. We were sitting by a fire way up north. I try. I called Phil, trying to like, dude, and that. But it went to voicemail. But he was so excited about that. So uh, you know, that's that's just enough. Trying to introduce people as many as uh, as we can, one at a time, and on uh, and any other means possible to uh, Waylon's music. How we do it. You know, what's funny is, uh, dude, this is nuts. Um, this past week was the 13-year anniversary of our first record, which is the record that we brought into you guys on the Lose Lose Music Review. Wow. That, that record came 13 years ago. 13 years ago. Did I see on Spotify that you can? that's actually available, that record? It is. Yep. We put that up uh, just a couple years ago. It was down for a while. Um I don't remember really why, but it's back up. Yeah. That was, so. um, that was something just because, um, as that hit, I kind of knew what was going on, but not that much. And, and quite literally when I was done with the bit on the lose, lose music review, I was about to not think anything of it until JT came in the program director. And I actually, I actually, no offense, uh, had to dig it out of the garbage. I go, Oh yeah, here it is. Cause he said, here, let me let me uh, let, let me check that out, and then he he had it off and running. It was I give him so much more credit to that fantastic summer and beyond that we had in uh, in West Michigan um, to well, to you know, Brandon I mean, Wayland. Like, like uh, program directors, 
can't make moves like that anymore. You can't find, they can't find a local band and get behind them and put them on the radio. Like it does not happen. Um, and right. we knew it was special when it was happening. We felt so lucky to be a part of it, but I didn't know that that was going to be a thing of the past. You know, it's interesting because just this last week on my Shavish uh, show on that radio station up North, I again played rabbit river blues, the other side. Um, they, that, oh. that's a radio station that plays whatever the fuck they want. And it's, uh, I should introduce you to them, these folks up there, and uh, they, because they, yeah, it's it's a pretty cool deal. It's a radio station owned by a, a husband and wife, and um, they're 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 um, they there's no end to the music that they play. It's it's really remarkable what they've what they've done. They kind of just went back to the old way of doing radio, which is yeah, whatever sounds good, play it, you know. People listen. Yeah, actually, and um, what what they do though is they don't have um. Uh, a lot of times these radio stations subscribe to ratings, okay? And they, they, they pay a lot of money to look at the Nielsen ratings, you know? Oh, yeah. Right. And this station doesn't. They don't even subscribe because they don't care. They just go out and they know that everybody's uh, listening to it because it's so different. You know, KLT in Traverse City plays 300 songs. That's it. Uh, mm. Q100 is thousands of songs. And it's always growing wow. because if somebody suggests something and it sounds good, they play it. So um, that's, that's, a, that's what they do. They end up selling relationships as opposed to ratings numbers. I mean, that's that's how it should be. That's amazing. Yeah. But yeah, we would love to get in touch with them. I, I would love to go up north. We haven't been up since we played. I think you were there. We played that uh, the Cherry Festival in Traverse City. Weren't you there for that? That's exactly right. That's exactly right. Well, it's interesting about the stations. They have three frequencies, one in Traverse City, one in the middle of uh, – of Michigan way up North and then one on the East coast of Michigan. So pretty cool. Oh, hey, cool. hold that cool. thought. Darla's eating something. She shouldn't be. Don't go anywhere. Got it. Yeah. I don't know what this is. Uh, I don't know. Uh, the microphone. This is something that she shouldn't have been eating, but uh, whenever I see her chomping, I'm like, what are you doing? What just happened? Well, anyway, yeah. um, Okay, so you guys, I understand there's there's new music on the way. Can you tell me about that, please? Absolutely. Well, um, first and foremost, we've got a song coming out on Friday in like four days, and it's it's um, this is the first single off of a full length record that is actually coming out. Okay, um, what's the? Have you figured out? Okay, what the when is when are the dates for all these are going to happen, or in addition to Friday? Um. Friday is a new song called Way Back When. It's coming out. That's the first thing. Um, and the, the full-length record will be out March 16th. Okay. All right. That is so cool. How, we'll, how, be releasing, uh, we'll be releasing a few songs leading up to the record. So Okay. Uh, is that different to do it this way? than it? I mean, the way it's done now, is it much different than the way it's been done in the past? Um, I don't really know. I I we've had such different kind of um, uh, release cycles and release strategies because we've worked with different people. So I, you know, there's people like the Foo Fighters will say, Hey, we're, we're dropping a record tonight. You know? So um, I'm excited that we have a date and we're like looking at the next four months to plan it out so that we can uh, celebrate it. We can share the focus tracks and the right. Cause you know, we picked four singles that we're going to release one at a time leading up to the record. And they're the ones that, we feel really strongly about that really 
I don't know. I think they define the record, define the band. When, um, when you guys are coming up with the ones that are released as, as singles, does that ever result in, I mean, how do you do it? Is there a vote? Is there, is there a long discussion or is, I, is everybody always agree or do you not agree? And, and how do you work through that? Honestly, over the last couple of months, we've been, we've been listening to our, our listeners. Um, since Indiana Jones blew up on TikTok, um, we've been, we've made, you know, a bunch of new fans and a lot of our, our listeners from, um, Facebook and Instagram have come over to TikTok and it's been a really open forum as far as what they like and don't like. We've been sampling, like doing little clips of songs, playing them acoustic, talking about the stories behind the songs. And we've been kind of letting them choose. We let them choose what songs went on the record. And then they didn't know this, but by the reaction, we kind of judged what should be the, the focus tracks. Obviously we have our, our input and our, there's songs that we believe in a lot, but there has been times where we like uh, did not expect them to take a hold of a song. And I would, you know, or, or like, we love them all. That's the hard part, I guess. Right. Yeah. We love it. So it's like, all you can do is kind of throw them out there and say, well, is there anything you guys, you know, gravitate toward? But that's one of the cool things about social media right now. You can reflect that music off of your fan base and they'll tell you what, what they like. Yeah. They're not afraid to get opinions. Yeah. Know, especially if it sucks. You know, why would you release a song if your fan base isn't going to like it? You know, when you uh, when you write a song and you you put everything into it and the song is done and then people hear it. Do you have people come up to you and, and, and want to know more like the story behind it? And sometimes you may have a story behind it. Sometimes you don't. What do you what do you reveal to people when they, they want to know, like what exactly you were thinking, thinking about when you wrote a song? Um, we don't ever hold back. We You know, we love that's the reason we write songs is to tell the stories that have happened to us or inspired us or it's a little marker in our life, you know? So yeah, that's, we hope people ask about it. I think in our experience, you know, just being online with everyone, when we do share those stories, usually it, it makes them want to listen more and they go back and they listen again and they kind of put the hicks, hooks in deeper. And, um, you know, it's, it's a cool relationship that they have with the song because we tell the stories. And like you indicated, that comes out a lot when you're doing those acoustic shows, when you can actually, okay, this is where we were in our lives. This is what happened. This is the genesis of the song. And, and here it is. A lot of people love that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. We've been kind of embracing that. Like you said, it's, it happens in our acoustic shows. And Mitch and I have been going out on the road doing that a little bit this fall. Um, but we also have our podcast called Finding Our Way. And the episodes are literally just song per song. When we started on that first record and we went song per song talking about, I mean, we went, it was, it was such a, we just totally relived it. Like where we were, what was going on, who was around us, um, where we were living, where we recorded, how, how we paid for the studio time. Like it all kind of flooded back. Um, and we just went through our entire catalog doing that recently. That's, um, that's great. Cause that what I've over the years, um, the things that we've talked about, you've always left, left people mesmerized when you two in particular are, are explaining things, whether it be something silly or serious, you're, you're pretty good at it. And so I'm glad that you, <laughs> you've become into that resource. How, how many episodes have you done then of finding our way? I mean, well, there's, we're on, I know in season eight, season eight, we just finished filming and I think we have six, seven and five, six, seven and eight will be released over the next few months. Yeah. So 
And we've done a lot, you know, and starts the finding our way podcast started differently. Like this, these last couple seasons were the, um, the songs, but before that we started it in the desert. And so anybody that would come out to visit us in the desert, whether that be a fellow songwriter, a musician, a producer, um, my parents, uh, we'd have them on the podcast and it was, it's pretty fun. That's exciting. Uh, do you do them live or do you record and then post? Record, yeah, record yeah. and post, yeah, but we don't edit, like, we just, no, 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 you know. I know that's probably a good thing because you never know when something technically is going to go weird or, or not behave, and then, oh, you're like, yeah, oh, god, it's so you might have tried to add one of them and see, you know, something doesn't line up, and you're like, oh no, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's been a fun outlet because you know, it's a podcast, you can do whatever you want. We can't have a, a guest on an interview, or we can just kind of dive into stuff that maybe people don't know about us. So it's been neat. So the full length album, is that, uh, that's all a digital release or is there anything that people can get like hard copy? We're going to, we're going to print CDs and this is our, will be and our very first time that we're going to have vinyl as well. Yeah. A lot of people are kind of making that back. Would you ever consider making tapes? I don't think so. I don't think I mean, so. I mean, everyone <laughs> has tape players. Yeah, I have I seen know. that people do it. I know, but people but, might just get them and just leave them in the package. So just have, yeah, as a souvenir. Just a lot have. of people do. A lot of people do that with CDs. They have a sign them and they put them up on their wall or something like that. Like, yeah, I'm not going to say no, but there'd have to be quite a yeah. People you know, CD even uh, CD players are hard to come by these days. Absolutely, I I won't. I don't want any CDs anymore. I, I, I did not want. To, I didn't want to print CDs. Honestly, I wasn't going to. But um, again, we asked the folks online, and everybody was like, "They yeah, want. They want. Yeah, they want." Yeah. yeah. So. Uh, I went ahead and got a turntable and a bunch of records, and they've just oh, sat there. there? That, that thing. That's the turntable, and I've got a bunch of records, but they're. I just don't listen to them. I don't know if it's because I know all the I know all the uh, music so well, and I kind of want to turn the page and get into something different, but I don't know, man. It's just I can't not I can't get past Spotify. It's just consumed me. <laughs> so easy, right? Yeah. yeah. There's there's definitely something romantic about putting a record on. I think I would um, agree in a certain scenario, but yeah, I, I, I hear what you mean too. Like I don't I don't take the time to do that. Yep. Yep. What is the name of the album that's coming out? It's called On the Way. Okay. On the Way. Yeah, we just we chose that title because it, you know, I feel like for so long we kind of thought that we were going to like figure out our sound or figure out who we are as people or figure out who we are as a band and you realize like there's no ending to this journey. It's going to change every time we get in a studio, every time we write a song. Every day you wake up, you know, you're a little bit different than you were the day before, you know, what you've learned and your experiences. And it's, it's just, yeah, there's no destination. Hey, what's up? It's your pal Easy with another amazing partner for the Eric Zane Show podcast, the Eufy Video Lock. Oh my gosh. Smart Lock 2K Cam and Doorbell 3-in-1 Triple Security. You got everything in one device. All right. Rather than install piecemeal, hoping that you got this app that it's going to work okay in that app. And oh my God, this is not just for security, but also for convenience. No more worrying about losing keys. And you can assign passwords to your family members and see them coming back home via the integrated camera. 
So, you know, like they all have their codes. They walk up to the door. They punch it in. The door unlocks. In they go. And, of course, it's a video camera. So it's all there. You can see who shows up at your door. This is fantastic. We live in a golden age for home security. And the Eufy video lock is the top of the heap. Okay, you can go to eufyofficial.com slash video lock for more information. This thing is easy to install. The setup, all you need is a Phillips screwdriver, no drilling or anything like that. All the keyless entry components make it so fantastic. 0.3 second fingerprint recognition. Amazing. No battery anxiety. You've got the ultimate, I don't know what it is, super lithium whatever that keeps this thing powered for a long long time no monthly fee on this unlike other brands that do that they just bend you over and charge you a monthly fee i love the eufy video lock get to eufyofficial.com slash video lock e-u-f-y official.com slash video lock the future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly but then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. For the longest time, you made music in uh, different parts of the country. And then you went to Nashville. Mm-hmm. Everything's faster in Nashville, right? When it comes to progressing one's career. Is that what you've learned? Well, I mean, there's definitely a lot of resources here. Um, but everyone, everyone's career kind of happens at their own pace. There's people that sit here in this town for 20 years and then finally get a cut on someone's record. Or, you know, there's someone that moves here and six months later, they've got a record deal. It's Everyone's on their own journey. You can't That's really true. compare that. Um and this record wasn't made in Nashville. Um, some of it was, and, and some of it was made in Joshua Tree, California, when we were there. So it's, it's kind of a... Some of it was made in Los Angeles? Yeah, so it's kind of a mixture of all these these songs that we had. What do you guys do on a day-to-day basis? Your job is, 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 is performing music and making music, but I imagine there has to be a balance between you know, um, the business side of things, the booking side of things, traveling, actual performing, writing songs, making songs. How do you, how do you figure all this out? Is it just what you feel like doing during a different day or, or, I mean, take me through it now. Yeah. We have deadlines. We plan it out and we'd work calendar. Yeah. Yeah. We have like, you know, content calendars. We know we have to have certain deadlines, like stuff that needs to get filmed to get to our social media, you know, get up on there. Um, and it, dude, the balance is what, like that part has been very difficult. Like yes. for, for me specifically, like, um, because I handle the booking and so much stuff, like it's really hard to find time to make music. Oh, it's, it's so shitty and it, it sucks. It's like, and it, it can be kind of soul sucking that way. If that balance is, uh, not right, which it, it rarely is to be honest. Right. Uh, and there's times I like, I'm like, okay you know, forget this. I'm going to put myself in a total creative space. I'm going to play guitar from the second I wake up and, and then I, I get nothing done on my to-do list and people are, you know, it's really tough, man, okay. that balance. Yeah, I can, really I, I can see it, but I can also see that when you get to the point where someone's doing that for you, um, 
you, you'll just turn into like a music machine, both of you and whoever you touch. That's, that's the hope, you know. We realized that like with social media, though, like we've kind of tried to have people do it and like it doesn't work. It has to be from us because social media is us sharing with our listeners. So like you can't have someone else doing it because the words aren't right. It's not what we would say. Like, you know what I mean? So yeah. we just, that part has to be us, we've noticed. But um, yeah, as far as like the booking stuff and the, and just the concert organizing, it'll be just a huge load off when someone else is doing that, for sure. You are going to be appearing in um, your uh, uh, old stomping ground, great state of Michigan coming up in November. Can you, uh, can you talk about that? We're so Absolutely. excited. Yeah. Coming back to the intersection. Yeah. And the first time in elevation. Yeah. Like Scott at the intersection has been telling us that the elevation, like the sound in that room, he thinks is better than the upstairs. Okay. And so I'm excited for that. So it's the, the upstairs is already booked. I think the day we want to do it, it's on black Friday, okay. Thanksgiving, the elevations, the downstairs room holds, I think eight or 900 people. Excellent. Yeah. Um, how can, so that is, is that November 24? Is that right? It is. Okay. We got a great lineup. Um, I, we're pretty specific of how we like to do these hometown shows. So we got the local commuters, which is Devin, his, his new band, which, uh, they've been, they opened for us at balloon fest in Wayland. Mm-hmm. Um, we love Devin and love those guys. Um, a new band, um, called the bootstrap boys. They're kind of a, a little bit more of a classic, uh, Kind of shit kicking country band. They seem to have an attitude. You know, I haven't been nice. them, but they seem well, like them. Yeah, if it's if it's what do you say, boot kicking boots? I mean, uh, they're called the Bootstrap Boys. Well, yeah, if you're going to be called Bootstrap Boys, you better have a little bit of attitude. I mean, come on now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and you better then, you better be ready to kick something. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and prior noon, have you heard of them? Nah. They're a cool band. They opened for us before at the intersection, and there's. They're really good. Great people. Cool. And yeah. So that that's kind of the most important thing to us is we really want to share great music when we come home. Great, you know, West Michigan music with everybody. Okay. That is awesome. And they're just going to go to sectionlive.com. Is that the best way to get tickets or do you have a better way? Yeah. Grab tickets. And then we also, we have a VIP thing too. So you can come early. We're going to do a sound check party where we jam some special songs, kind of get feel out the room. Um, and we'll hang with everybody, get pictures. I think you get a free poster. We'll sign that. So now, it's going to be cool. So the VIP experience, that's something we talked about before we actually got started. So can you, we, you came up with the great idea of how we can get uh, Patreon members of, of my show to get part of the VIP experience. So if they are on my Patreon and they do buy a ticket or tickets, yeah. they will yeah. be able to get in on the VIP experience. Isn't that what you said? Uh, I think that if they, well, my idea was if they, if they purchase tickets and they are a Patreon with you, um, out of those people, they'll be entered to win. Gotcha. We'll maybe give out upgrades. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Let's do that. Let's do that. And I'll, I'll give uh, more of the details in yeah. written form and then I'll help you draw the winner and say, Hey, these are the ones. And then we'll go from there. Right. You get a hat together and like put the names in there and do a drawing. Right on. Right on. That is uh that is great. I look forward oh, to that. Yeah. I know, I know of a handful are like, okay, that's it, and are probably buying the ticket the second that they hear us talk about this on this on this uh, show right here. 
Uh, I love that. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, hey, I. Uh, what are you guys doing to celebrate Thanksgiving? Is it? Uh, I mean, are you on the road? Are you here? I mean, obviously, it's not, obviously, you'll be traveling, getting ready for the Black Friday show. But my God, have you guys ever celebrated? Uh, do you do you celebrate holidays together? No, not usually. Um, Mitch usually goes to see his, his parents, and I go see mine. You know, so not normally. But um, yeah, this one we're playing in Madison, Wisconsin, the night before thanksgiving so we'll be driving on thanksgiving you know what's cool is um in madison uh tyler coburn our original drummer is going to get up and play with us oh for the first wow. yeah, yeah it's gonna be really cool first time since 2017 and that was when tyler left the band yeah yes. he left at the end of that year okay that is absolutely awesome i'm excited to see that and hear it i i miss him so much what does he what does he do now he's a he, he's like a professional now isn't he well he was a professional as a drummer but what yeah. what, what is he doing he's a fedex driver and oh he owns a god. bunch of trucks he owns like 10 trucks oh my god i miss him so much he, do you remember how hot his mom was or is <laughs> yeah, that's hilarious well she'll be at the show too tonight she's yeah, she such will. a babe oh my god holy shit <laughs> tyler's hot mom because <laughs> he's been coming to our shows he comes to all of our shows out in wisconsin and uh he just hangs out all day and i was like Dude, why don't you get up and play a song he loved the idea oh, so it's gonna shit. be fun oh, that is so we're cool. figuring out what song yeah yeah i would love if um are you guys opposed to the idea of somehow uh, for like all on stage at the same time, playing a song, Dean, Tyler, Phil, and Mitch. I think that would be awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I think only Eric Zane can make it happen. Maybe I'm going to try. Well, I'm going to try. I'll do my best. Cool. <laughs> um, I don't think it's worst. anything, uh, anything going on that you want to share while I have you here story wise or fun wise or exciting wise or anything at all you want to talk about? as uh as we as we chat because we always have time yeah man no, we just we appreciate you having us on we're really excited for this record to come out because you know as this journey goes on i think um it's funny when we started releasing music under the country genre everyone got all freaked out by it um and i, I hope they give this record a chance because it's you're gonna hear that it's not country um it's it's you know it's not hard rock it's it's like it's somewhere in between. Like it's a rock and roll record that maybe leans a little country, um, but I think it's really right now. It's exactly who we are and the music we want to make. And it's uh, really it's hundred percent Wayland. I don't think anybody would say anything different if they listened. This record started when we were in Joshua Tree, California, when we were out there during the pandemic. We built our own studio, and Mitch and I had no rules. We had no producer. We had no no one trying to nudge us one way or another for radio or anything like that. Um, it's just a freedom to make music. And I'm glad it's gotten this far where those songs are going to go on a record. And I'm super excited about that. I'm super excited to share that with everybody. Yeah. yeah. I can't wait to hear the single. We'll be talking about it. Make sure everybody uh, is able to find it. Um, find that single when it hits coming up here and then the new album on the way. It's about a girl that Mitch used to date in uh, Grand Rapids. Yeah. Really? Really? Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. So, G- give me give me the background. Well, um, one day I was actually taking a walk here in the neighborhood and she sent me a picture and she said, Oh, look, look what I found, this old gem. And it was a picture of the letter that I had written her from the road to break up with her. Oh, um, oh. 
And, and, uh, what a jerk. And, uh, didn't um, call her. We, I mean, we didn't talk a lot on the phone either way. And it was like, the relationship was at that point where like, I was coming into Grand Rapids and we would hang out after shows and stuff. But like, it was like, you know, I, I was feeling the pressure from her, like, hey man, you know, take it or get off the pot, you know? And um, I was, I felt like I owed her something. So I wrote her a letter and said that I didn't want to uh, go forward with it. And um, she kept that, I guess. In, and she sent me this picture of it and we started laughing about the letter and because we're still friends and stuff. And then we started talking about the times that we would spend in Grand Rapids after the shows. And we were reminiscing about all the great times that we had. And um, we got on the phone and we were talking and I said something like, oh my God, yeah, way back when. And immediately this light bulb kind of came on in my head. Like I, I have to go home and write this song. And so I went home and, and my first idea for way back when was just about, you know, thinking about an old flame that you had and thinking to that place way back when. And so I, I wrote the idea, which was like a verse and a chorus. And I brought it to Phil and we, we brought it into a song right at Apple studios here in Nashville and um, came out with what I think is one of the best songs on the album. It's really cool. Way back when. Way back when. That's right. Did it kindle any new feelings? Is is, is there anything that's no. smoldering now? No, huh? No. Will she be at the show? Um, she knows about it. Um, but she's got. Does she know the song's coming up? Yes, she does. Okay. Yeah, she does, and she loves the song. But I can't say that there was any sparks. We're very different people, and especially after we've grown up. She came out to our last show in, in West Michigan. Yeah, yeah, she, she did. Still friends. Yeah, I, yeah, I said that we're still friends. But there's no like sparks or anything like that. Oh my! God. You never know though. Right well, yeah, she's yeah. gonna. I mean, if I, okay, let's say that's me. Let's say you and I had lots of sex, and then you broke up with me, and then you wrote a right. song about me. I would be going to the show for Dick. That's what I would be doing. <laughs> right, right. I you wouldn't. Know? I wouldn't rule that out. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I'm not saying no. I'm not saying no. I'm just saying I don't think that that's where this is gonna go. <laughs> that's funny and know. fantastic. She was all gussied up last time she was at a show. It was gussied up. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, as always, I'm uh, I'm excited uh, to have you guys back. I'm excited to hear uh, the the music way back when and on the way. Album is on the way. Song is way back when. And uh, well, yeah, another adventure with our with the boys from Wayland. Yeah, we can't wait to be back in Grand Rapids. Uh, it's gonna be fun. I have hockey game that night, so. I'm going to be late again. I always am fucking late. I'm so sorry. But yeah, you always get there right before we go on stage. I'm it's gonna awesome. I'm going to try. I'm going to try. Okay. Much love. Thank you, boys. Thank you, Eric. Love you, Eric. Thank you for the support, man. Peace. Talk to you. Bye-bye. All right. That's good. Perfect. Cool. Right. Seem good? Yeah. Yep. 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 I'll uh, get that edited up, and I'll post it immediately. Awesome. Great, Thank you. Um, yeah, I guess – you get a, a when you get the link, we just text it to me, then we can share it. Oh yeah, yeah, so yeah! We, I'll have that done today. Okay, perfect, great. dude. Awesome. Okay, man. Great. Thank you. Much really love. appreciate it, dude. Right, thank you. Eric. Have a good one. See you. See ya. Bye.